You're listening to the Credit Union Pod, a podcast for credit unions to keep you informed of what's happening within the credit union movement and further afield. In this episode, Barry Harrington speaks to Mark Johnston, Volunteer Manager at the Irish League of Credit Unions, and ILCU President Martin Bush about the importance of volunteers in the credit union movement and ongoing work in the League to support volunteers, including chapter review and the consideration of KUAC findings. Hello everyone and welcome to episode four of the Credit Union Pod. This is a podcast from the Irish League of Credit Unions, the largest representative body for credit unions in Ireland. Our purpose is to lead, sustain and support the development of credit unions in achieving their goals. If you like the episode, please subscribe, like and follow on your preferred listening platform and listen back to the previous episodes. Barry Harrington is my name and I head up our advocacy and regulatory engagement team here in the Irish League of Credit Unions and I'm delighted to be joined by Mark Johnson, who's our volunteer engagement manager. Um, Just as a start, I suppose, uh, credit unions are financial institutions found throughout the world. There's ethos of mutuality, volunteerism, self-help and not-for-profit. Credit unions on the island of Ireland are approximately 300. Uh, just over 200 credit unions in Ireland who are regulated financial institutions and are authorised, regulated and supervised by the Central Bank of Ireland, whereas credit unions in Northern Ireland are authorised by the Prudential Regulatory Authority and are regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulatory Authority. And just to highlight uh, uh, that credit unions wouldn't exist without volunteers, so we have a very interesting and engagement podcast today. Uh, we're going to highlight and recognise the role that volunteers play and indeed the opportunities for people to get involved in volunteering with our credit union. So turning to Mark, uh, who's our volunteer engagement manager, I might just ask you, Mark, just in terms of your role, if you might just explain for the listeners what exactly your role is here in the Irish League of Credit Unions. Sure, Barry, and thanks you for the introduction. So, yes, my, my role is a new role arising from the transformation of the league last year. As volunteer engagement manager, my focus is primarily on the volunteer side of the movement and providing support in all aspects to the volunteer credit um, unions. And that uh, manifests itself in, in different ways. So um, at the moment, a, a lot of effort is going into, um, my effort is going into helping with the restructure of chapter, which we see as a very important vehicle for, for um the league and engaging with the volunteers um, and, and indeed the operation side of the movement. Um, I'm going to be getting involved quite a lot in helping with the training and, uh, and uh, mentoring support that we'll be providing as a league to credit unions. And really, I suppose I'm the go-to person from the volunteer side as well. So, you know, if, if volunteers have queries, I should be the conduit. Be very happy for people to make contact um, and, and I will try and um, source uh, the solution if it's if there's an issue or um, match up the service so it, it's a wide-ranging but a very exciting role and to be now in the seat and uh, underway at this stage excellent thank you mark and uh, volunteers and volunteer strategy is something we're looking at in a lot more detail in the league and i'm delighted to introduce our first guests this morning on the podcast martin bush is recently elected president of the irish league of credit unions good morning martin good morning barry not too bad. And thank you very much for giving up your time uh, today to join us on the podcast. Um, just in terms of, can I ask you, Martin, why did you get involved with the credit union movement? Well, if you turn back the clock to the late 70s, early 80s, when the world was a much more innocent place, uh, my wife actually got involved as a volunteer cashier in Lisburn Credit Union. Uh, uh, Lisburn were quite small, uh, although the, the town itself held a population of about 100,000. 
we only had about 2,000 members and most of our activities were carried out by volunteers. She was a volunteer cashier and she we went to the AGM. And at the AGM, I was approached by a director by the name of Kevin Helferty, who lots of people would know. And Kevin said, would, what is it you do, Martin? And I said, I'm in sales and marketing. He says, he says, goodness, we could be doing with somebody like you on our board. I said, but sure, I don't know anything about it. He says, don't worry about that. We'll teach you. I says, okay. So I'll think about it. So he came back later and he says, what about this? And I said, well, I don't know that I have the time. And Kevin says, no, it's only one hour a month, he says, at the meetings and there's nothing else involved. And of course, foolishly, I said, okay, I'll give it a bash. And that's 40 years ago and I'm still knocking about here at it. And the one hour, I don't know how the one hour a month happened, but uh, one hour developed itself into quite a bit more. But I'm with it ever since, and I have to say I love every minute of it. Excellent. Thanks, Martin. And congratulations, 40 years as a volunteer. That's uh, that, that's fantastic. Um, just that you mentioned that uh, you've been involved for 40 years. What roles have you had within the credit union movement? Well, which believe start at the bottom of the top and work your way down. I, I was in Red Hoo as a director, which seemed rather strange. And I spent a long time on the board. And the first role was in the famous credit committee, which is which is actually called a loans committee. And it in itself was a very swift learning curve on credit unions when you really got to know your member and your member's needs and what actually they were a member of a credit union for. And it was all around small loans where people needed from day to day to pay bills or to make purchases or get kids ready for school or whatever. But, you know, this was the vital need in Lisburn at the time, and we provided it uh, in spades. And and I, I did various roles, insurance, and uh, within the credit union and also outside within chapter although chapter sounds a bit like Hell's Angels. It couldn't be further from Hell's Angels. It's, it's, a very, it's a very friendly platform where local credit unions all come together and chat about their, their problems and try to find solutions. And I've been chair of chapter and I've been on chapter executive and through all those roles. I even served a spell as a development officer within credit union within Lisburn. And... Uh, at that stage, Lisburn had about 2,500 members, and I managed to develop that up to 8,000 members and to make it into And I did this as, uh, by outreach, by going out into the community, speaking with community groups, telling them about the benefits of being a member of a credit union for both them and their families, and encouraging them to engage. And, and it was a very simple process. There wasn't rocket sense at all. All you've got to do is tell people what you do and they'll come and join you. So that's what I did, Barry, and that's some of the roles I performed. Excellent. Thank you so much, Martin, and congratulations on uh, such a, a wide variety of roles. And I suppose it just highlights the, the range of different opportunities for volunteering there is in the credit union movement. And can I just ask then, Martin, in terms of your, your, your long involvement with the credit union movement, what have you learned from your involvement? Oh, my goodness. I've developed out to other organisations as being part on the board of Lisburn. You, you had invitations from other voluntary organisations to help them out and join their boards. And within our area, we had a, a volunteer platform 
and that uh, amalgamated into Volunteer Now. And for a spell, I spent I spent on Volunteer Now board, which which taught me more about volunteers than than I knew at the time. I also uh, was on the uh, Lisburn uh, Citizens Advice Board. I was chair for thirty years through Lisburn Credit Union. And you know, some people say when you work for nothing, you never be idle. But I, f- I feel the work that I do is priceless, and I don't think there's people that c- could be afforded by voluntary groups if they needed to pay for their directors. So, I am happy to give up my time and what little expertise I have. But what I have learned, it's it's been, it's been unbelievable, and I'm still involved in other organisations, uh, both regionally and locally. Uh, you know, so I, I try to uh, not be narrow-minded and only think in credit union terms. I try to expand my mind, and through volunteering, it has made this all possible. Without volunteering, it just wouldn't have happened, and that's the truth of the matter. Fantastic, uh, Martin. Uh, we can't but be hugely impressed with your level of commitment and um, that sort of pedigree of, of um, involvement with the uh, credit union sector. And just wondering, how have you seen the role of volunteer evolve since um, your involvement over the last 40 years? Well, within our own sector, within credit union sector, it has evolved basically because it has had to evolve regulation has changed and regulation has become stronger rightly so a lot of the stuff that we did we did we did because we felt it was the right thing to do now we're doing it because we have to do it it's regulated to do so training is a, a different issue now where it was where it was uh, you know you could have took the training or not now it's compulsory you must have a certain amount of training to carry out your function correctly which in my view it always was that way but now you've got to tick the boxes so you know that changes slightly when you're looking for volunteers because you need to be absolutely honest with them and tell them what's involved and uh, bring them along in in stages rather than as, as I was dropped in as a director, you need to come in at a slightly different level and learn as you're going up and, and get the tra- get the training which is available and try to develop your own volunteer path. Sure, that's a very important point you make there about the the uh, the fact that people wouldn't be sort of landed in it, that there's a, a role here for support from the league's perspective um, in terms of uh, training. But also, I think, um, um, you know, someone with your experience to to help with the mentoring side of things where people come on board and obviously other directors and, and uh, staff who will be helping volunteer officers as well. That whole mentoring piece is very important, um, for, particularly for, for new volunteers as well. Um, just in terms of the, uh, what, what do you what do you see as the future for the volunteer element of the movement? Well, I I feel we've got to expand our mind and think a little slightly outside the box for volunteers. I mean, we have we've got to uh, recognise our volunteers on a more structured way, and and especially those who are coming, as you know, next year there's a cliff edge where lots of volunteers are going to drop off the edge of it, never to be seen again. Well, we can't let that happen because all that expertise is walking out the door. We can't let that happen. We have to find a platform for those people to still contribute to to credit union on a voluntary basis. 
So there's lots of things in the mix there, Mark, that need a lot of attention. And But firstly, recognizing our volunteers and recognizing where they're coming from. And at the same time, trying to plan into the future for them to give, to give them an avenue after their time is served, according to our regulators, which I feel is going to be quite hurtful to our movement. Sure. Yeah, actually, um, just in terms of that timing wise, the I suppose the the appointment of a vol- myself as a volunteer engagement manager, that actual role being appointed, should, I suppose, shows the importance yeah. of the league board's perspective to the whole volunteering Absolutely. side of the movement. And certainly um, I and, and Barry and my colleagues and um, the league really want to roll up our sleeves, particularly conscious of that cliff edge that's out there. And we're certainly looking very closely at how we can help credit unions to overcome that challenge because it is a significant challenge coming up uh, in the not too distant future. Um, so finally, uh, Martin, um, just wanted to ask you, what do you hope to achieve in the volunteer space during your term as president? I know you're a very busy president. You've already, and the conversation already mentioned how, how you've been hitting the ground running, but what, what would you hope to achieve effectively in your, as a well, uh, volunteer there, side? There, there are two main goals. Firstly, it's getting chapter uh, on the right path. And, and the secondly is to, to devise an award system for volunteers. Now, I'm only going to call it that because I'm not sure that we have to include people who we wouldn't have seen in the past as volunteers. We have to include them in that system. I'm not sure if you if you get me on that point, Mark, but uh, just saying volunteers and people that are that are giving of their time freely, I, I think there's more to it than that. In volunteering, and I'm sure some of our volunteer experts will be more clear on this, but I think we've got to have a broader mind of what volunteering is about. And if we can if we can tick those two boxes in my time, I think I'll have achieved something. Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds that sounds um very worthwhile in terms of what you're trying to achieve there. Um yeah, the, 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 I think Barry alluded to the fact that you know there is something for everyone in in the in, in terms of volunteering in the credit union space, right the way through from someone who just wants to put, you know, a brief bit of a bit of time of their spare time into some assistance at some level, right up the way through to to participating as a director. Uh, and 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 that is that is um something that's fairly unique. Um, I think to to um, the credit union movement, particularly as a regulated entity, that people can take on a big responsibility, or equally they can take on a less responsibility, but equally it's meaningful in that context. Um, so that's that's fantastic, and thank you. Um, I think at this point, Barry, we'll, I'll go back to you. If I think you're um, have uh, taking things over from here. Excellent. Thanks very much, Martin and Mark. Uh, fantastic. And I fully agree with the need to recognise volunteers. Uh, that's something that uh, perhaps we haven't been as good as in the past as we should be. But certainly as we celebrate our 60th birthday, it's something we should reflect on. And um, just Martin did mention there, Mark, about chapter and the importance of chapter. And that's something we've done quite a bit of work on recently. Um, we might just talk about the proposed new changes to chapter, uh, Mark, in terms of the background and the series of engagements that took place. I might just ask you uh, just to run through the background, but certainly it's really to highlight the changes that have taken place in the number of credit unions in Ireland um, through regulatory pressure as well, but just to make sure that chapter works and to reinvigorate and to re-energize chapter. I might just ask you, Mark, in terms of the serious engagements that happened, uh, you might just bring us through that. Sure. So um, last year, um, at, uh, the chapter officers forum in Dundalk, this this uh, issue was um, raised in terms of a review of the chapter structure. And I suppose the reason for that um, review 
is that the existing structure Barry has been in existence um, for the since effectively the the formation of of credit unions, and it, that was a very different time when there were, as you mentioned there, there were actually over five hundred credit unions in existence, and that structure was based on that number of credit unions. And, and clearly, we're in a very different space now. There are um, uh, roughly 270 credit unions in the island of Ireland. And effectively, it was timely that a review would be done on chapter. And I suppose the, the central um, point about it, and I don't think anyone uh, would deny that some chapters had have been struggling in the recent past um, in terms of attendances and uh, just, I suppose, um, uh, engagement with, with credit unions. And so it was felt very important and timely that we would review with the view to, as you mentioned, reinvigorating and re-energizing re chapter. And I think it's also important that we, um, in terms of that review, that we looked at the purpose and activities of chapter so that the chapter um, activities could be aligned with the new um, transformed league in terms of its its goal to lead and sustain and support development of credit unions and achieving their goals. So in that respect, that was the background to it. We went out and we initially um, uh, following the the um, following the uh, meeting in Dundalk, we uh, basically uh, engaged in a survey of uh, chapters. We then subsequently went out based on that survey, and uh, uh, myself, David Malone, and the president at the time, Helene McManus, went out to chapter AGMs, and we engaged very closely with all of the chapter AGMs and took feedback. And we also conducted a CEO survey. And based on all of that information feedback, we have now come up with um, a, a revised chapter structure. And, and that's been, um, that has been announced and, and, and circulated in the last um, week or so. And that's based on a nine chapter structure based on county groupings of credit units. So that's effectively the background and that's where we've come to in that journey. Excellent. Thanks, Mark. And in terms of next steps, I suppose we've listened to the feedback from chapters to, to formulate that nine chapter structure. Uh, both myself and yourself will be contacting chapters in the coming days, and we already are, in terms of setting up meetings with chapters to explain the changes. Uh, but really, the purpose, as you mentioned, is to increase attendance at chapter and to lead to more cooperation and uh, collaboration between chapters and between credit unions. Some chapters are excellent at this and do really good work, but to bring everyone along as we try and uh, future-proof our organisation, really, because chapter is key, in, in my view. We've listened to the feedback from chapters and I suppose the point behind the new chapter structure is to increase attendance at chapter meetings and for more collaboration and more cooperation between credit unions. And in terms of the next steps, then myself and yourself will be contacting uh, all the chapters to explain and to um, talk about the new chapter structure, culminating an event in September. Do you want to give some more details on the event in September, Mark? Sure, yeah. So the plan is after we've ha uh, gone out and, and engaged individually with the chapters, we would like all chapters to attend an event on the 23rd of September with the details have yet to be finalised in terms of the venue. But um, it will be a, a, a one day event where we're, uh, where we're going to focus very hard on explaining how we're going about implementing the new chapter structure what it's going to be about and really I suppose I'd be honest with you Barry I'm very very excited about this new opportunity I really think that this is going to be uh, something that will revitalize our movement and and, and certainly that the chapter side of things we're very keen in that sense to bring together the volunteer and the operational side in the chapter um, uh, um, setup and I think this is a starting point this event in September will be the starting point of that I think it's important maybe just to to um uh, focus or to go back to 
the, the main activities that chapter will be involved in going forward because I think these really are going to be essential to su- success. And those are really focused on advocacy and regulatory issues. I think that's going to be really vital. Um, I think you mentioned about, and, and you mentioned a very important piece about collaboration and sharing resources. Um, that's going to be central. We want to expand on that when we talk at the at the event in September. In September. Networking, of course, is the backbone of chapter and the socializing part of that, and we want to retain that. Uh, and providing league supports and training to credit unions through chapter is also an important activity at the chapter level as we see it. And uh, very importantly as well, then, we, we see chapter as an opportunity to help credit unions in uh, their volunteer recruitment as well. So we want to drill into that in, at the event in September and expand on that as to how we see that being implemented in the new chapter structure. Excellent. Thanks, Mark. And we will, of course, send more detail to uh, everyone involved when we have uh, the venue. Um, thank you very much for that, Mark. I'll just move on to the CUAC, the Credit Union Advisory Committee, and their 2020 report and indeed their their latest report. And this is a report and a survey done that directors uh, of credit unions would have engaged in and focus groups took place. And really just to uh, bring this to the attention of people, really, that's what the League are doing in this. So I might just ask you, Mark, in terms of the recommendations and what the League are doing, if you could elaborate a little bit on that, that would be great. Sure, Barry. Yeah, we've so we have formed a working group in the last um, six weeks, and that is uh, that that working group uh, consists of uh, directors from uh, and sorry chairs uh, and CEOs from a range of credit unions across the different asset sides of credit unions geographically spread throughout the country. I think there are seven uh, on of um, and chairs and and sorry chairs and CEOs on the group. And then there's three or four of us from the league, including yourself and myself, uh, Joanne, uh, Joanne Darcy, our volunteer, or sorry, our affiliate engagement manager, and uh, Karen Mulligan, um, who's head of internet operations. So this is a group that's come together to review and consider the recommendations from CUAC. And um, we're considering seven of the recommendations for the sector, and they they're dealing with um, a wide, wide range of issues, issues such as reviewing the size of boards, giving guidance to credit unions of what should be contained in board packs ensuring the director's training is embedded in, in, the, in the board's work plans and budgets, and looking at international research into the area of remuneration of directors, and also looking at the potential benefits of providing admin and sec- secretarial support to board. So there's a wide range of, of recommendations. We're considering all of those, and in time, our intention is basically to, we will consult with, and we'll, we will um, um, share our findings based on, the, on our, our, our um, meetings with other representative bodies, and then eventually we will revert in due course to um, to the department and to CUAC with our with our our views on those recommendations. So that's really, I suppose, uh, in a nutshell, what we're trying to achieve in this project. Excellent, thanks, Mark. And uh, the timeline for that really is to try and bring our views and indeed the entire credit union movement's views back to the department and to the advisory committee um, in quarter three. Sure. Yeah, it, it is, and 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 I think our progress has been has been very good in terms of the meetings we've had so far. Been very worthwhile in terms of engagement, uh, very insightful um, as well. And I think we will come up with some very very sound findings based on um, the contributions of all of those people on that working group. Excellent. Thanks, Mark. 
And just before we wrap up, really, if you've liked this podcast, if you want to subscribe and follow on your preferred listening platform, listening back to previous episodes, if you're not a member of the Credit Union, I'd encourage you to join the Credit Union. We are all over uh, the island of Ireland and there's a local Credit Union close to you where we provide a range of financial services. And there's also the opportunities we've discussed to volunteer. Um, so thank you very much. Our contact details for any feedback are a or e at creditunion.ie and the links to both volunteer now and volunteer Ireland will be in the programme. Thank you very much for your time.